Hello everybody, and welcome once again to Detect and Protect, the Australian Biosecurity Podcast. I'm your guest host today, Casey Baines. Today, we move on to hear from some of our current handlers as we continue celebrating last year's 30th anniversary of the Biosecurity Detector Dog Program. The program plays a vital role in the interception of biosecurity risks in the airport, mail and cargo environments. The detector dog's excellent agility and super noses makes them one of our most effective and lovable detection methods. Our guest for today's podcast is Kelvin Wong. Kelvin joined the department in 2021 as a biosecurity officer and joined the detector dog program soon after. In this episode, Kelvin talks about his past experiences working at Taronga Zoo training seals and its similarities to training our biosecurity detector dogs. Being a relatively new handler, he also talks us through his learning and development techniques, team culture, and finding out different detector dog quirks. Okay, time to hear from Kelvin and his experiences in recently joining the detector dog program. So thank you so much to start with um, for agreeing to be part of the interview. Um, we're super excited to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of the detector dog program. Um, and as you might have seen, we've employed interviewed and put out some comms from our handlers that started the program in the early 90s. Um, yeah. so we're really, really keen to hear from some of our current handlers at the moment to see, um, I guess, differences in the program and where it's going for the future. Um, so maybe could you start us off by giving us an overview of how you came to join the program, where you're located and who you work with now? Hi, my name is Kelvin. Um, I'm a biosecurity dog handler. I joined the department in March 2021, uh, and then I joined the dog unit in June uh, of that year. So I've been with the dog unit for about one and a half years at this point. Awesome. One year anniversary. That's good to hear. And um, where are you located? Do you work um, uh, in the airport or uh, center specifically? Yeah, uh, we are at the, we're Central East. So I'm located yeah. in the Sydney Gateway Facility Mail Center yeah. and also uh, Sydney Airport. Oh, really interesting. Um, and is there one specific dog that you work with or a few that you favor? And yeah, no, I've, I've been partnered oh. with a dog called Udell. Yeah. Um, she's about four years old. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, she's been a lot of fun. Nice. Um, so given that you joined the department uh, and then moved straight into the, into the detector dog unit, um, was that your reason for joining the department? Did you want to become a handler? Yeah, that was that was a large um, harsh portion of it. Um, I was lucky enough that once I finished my training, I was actually uh, sent to the airport to do uh, bench inspections, okay, um, yeah. which I found really interesting. Um, but I was also almost simultaneously given the opportunity to apply for the dog unit, um, and that just sounded so yeah. interesting as well. That before I even really got to dip my toes in the airport, I had raised my hand and they they accepted me. Um, so I got to try a little bit of airport, find out how interesting it was, and now with the dog unit. Nice. That's really interesting. And it's really interesting to talk to people around the department and just see how a little bit of, a little bit of experience somewhere else in the department gives you really a, a yeah. leg into other places. Yeah. Um, so have you had any experience handling dogs before or do you have pets? Not in an like official that? sense. No? Um, I've always grown up with dogs yeah, and, yeah. and been interested in constantly being learning about you know, their behavior and exactly what what they're doing at any given moment, what they're yeah. thinking, you know, in a way. Um, but then I also worked at Taronga Zoo for a while. So I got to work oh, nice. as SEAL trainers and cool. they, they 
will, you know, during their shows and when they're talking to guests, they'll they'll be spelling out exactly what they're doing training wise. And I always found that really interesting. Um, and yeah, so when the opportunity came to kind of learn from some more experts here at the dog handling unit, um, yeah, yeah, it left it left it the opportunity. While we're on that now, while you're at Taronga, do you have or see any similarities between the way they trade their seals for their shows versus the way that we might utilize our dogs? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the biggest one that I saw uh, was the fact that people tend to give the animals a little bit too much, maybe not credit, but kind of uh, give them a bit too much kind of human emotion and human thought, you know? I think the yeah. dog's just being cheeky. I think the dog's trying to be annoying me. I think yeah. they're trying to, you know, outsmart me. No, usually they're just they're just doing the easiest way to get the treat. They're doing the quickest yeah. way to get the reward. They're not exactly, you know, looking at you going, oh, he's having a bad day. He hasn't just had his coffee. I'm going to try and do the things. Yeah, they're, true. They're just going, oh, we're playing this game. Great, <laughs> I'll try the the thing that works the fastest for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, learning, learning, seeing that from the seals where they go like, oh, doesn't it look like the seal's doing this? No, he's just, you know, he's actually just, you know, giving, to get the next fish. Going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How cool. So um, you mentioned, sorry if I've already gone the wrong, you dog was your dog? Yes. Yeah. yeah? Um, does he or she have any, any traits or what makes you and you and your dog a good team? Yeah. Um, I'm still getting to know her because I've only had yeah. her actually for about six months now maybe a little yeah. bit more um but i found that she is uh very clever um and very efficient if she can get something done without all the extra you know bells and whistles she'll just do it um so it's been uh a great learning experience for me in that uh, you can't exactly overexcite her She'll she'll never get frazzled or, or confused. Right. She'll she'll just do the bare minimum, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah. That yeah. you know, if 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 I've made the goal clear, she'll just do it. She won't kind of uh, uh, get too excited and jump around and bounce off the walls. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, understood, and she'll do it, which has made me have to be much more uh, targeted when I'm when I'm yeah, running true. running a dog. Whereas normally I can get away with you know. Just being excited and clapping my yeah. hands, you know, <laughs> waving my hands in the general direction, yeah. and they'll they'll do it eventually. Um, so. Yeah, I guess that ability to um, not get shaken or excited or anything like that is actually perfect for what we want for our detective dogs to not be distracted by the crazy environments that you might find in a mail center or all the people at an airport or things like that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so when you think about your time as a handler. Do you have one specific story that you might tell people when they say, oh, what's your most interesting find or what's the craziest thing your dog's done or something like that? Um, there's been a few good ones. Um, yeah. For me, my first, my first seizure with uh, Udell would probably be the one that, that absolutely knocked my socks off sort of thing. Right, okay. um, we were at the mail centre. Um, I was running her and still kind of getting, getting to know her and getting yeah. kind of bonding with her, making sure that what we were doing was fun. And um, I had planned a bit of training I was going to you know uh, uh, let her find something and give her a nice big reward and um, there was a bit of a hold up in getting the training ready so I decided to just while well, get the nerves out of the way and just kind of screen some mail and see what happened and she right. happened to find some fresh sprigs of rosemary in someone's mail 
Um, she actually, so she found an indicator that I actually didn't believe her at, at, at first because um, right. I know she's smart enough to see us moving training around and getting ready to put training right. up. I know she's yeah. smart enough to be like, okay, now now the game's actually going. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pick which one I, I, I think it is. Um, so yeah, um, we were just running normal mail and I, I hadn't expected there to be anything in there. And she found some rosemary and it blew my socks off because I, I, I hadn't been with her for that long and uh, yeah. a couple of sprigs of rosemary in a, in a, in a package, you know, yeah. um, it's, it was really, really exciting. Amazing how it doesn't need to be something you'd like when people think of a detective dog, you think, oh, they can sniff out a whole chunk of meat or a steak or something like that. Yeah. Talk, talking to our handlers, one of the really interesting stories I've heard was um, one of the beagles back in the day crossed the entire baggage hall for three or four just to find a tiny little leaf stuck in someone's shoe. Um, and with all these other smells and scents around them, it's amazing how our dogs can just hone in on the biosecurity risks, which I guess is the feat to them as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you mentioned you, you were doing a training run. Could you maybe um, tell us about the similarities and how um, we keep our dogs up to their standard while they're still in um, still in operation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's sort of a good thing uh, in that we tend to not get as many live targets as we would like. Um, yeah. By live targets, I mean things that we would try to seize or, or biosecurity risk material. Um, so there are some times where we'll go, well, nothing's come down for a while and the dogs kind of get, not necessarily getting disheartened, but at the end of the day, it's hard to keep them motivated and searching to their fullest yeah. ability if they go, well, this is, this is just a bunch of, you know, regular mail. Everyone's playing by the rules. There's, there's nothing to find here. Um, uh, and so um, training serves two purposes. One, to continually motivate them. You know, occasionally we'll put something up there to get them yeah. kind of perked up and realizing that it is still fun out here. And also, obviously, to introduce them to new odors, to reinforce old odors, to redefine different odors. Um, so that's something that I'm still definitely learning. Um, I'm excited for you to sure. talk to some of the other handlers that are yeah, for sure. nominations because they know yeah. much more than I do. Um, but yeah, always trying to uh, make sure that your training um, has value, covers all your bases, and yeah. um, really uh, is aimed towards a goal. Because at any time I can just put an apple in an envelope and put it yeah. in front of her and she'll figure <laughs> it out. But yeah. um, with a little bit of thought, you can you can tailor it so that it really teaches her something and really uh, yeah. improves her work, which which I'm still 100% still trying to figure out. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of the times, um, I'll I'll present my I think I'm I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to put you know some leaves in this envelope and put it up there. Yeah. And someone will, in two sentences, give me a suggestion that's ten times better. They're like, oh, that's great. <laughs> have you considered? And they'll just say something that go, of course, of course, that's way better. That'll that'll really help. Um, so yeah, trying to find that balance and, yeah. uh, find that little sweet spot, um, is, is always really hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's really interesting that, um, people sometimes just think that our tech dogs can just flick a switch and turn it on and do things, but actually we need to keep working the dogs to make sure that they, um, continue to recognize things and continue to keep doing the job they do. So. Um, really interesting. You mentioned um, with that that someone or another handler or supervisor might have mentioned, oh, you could have done something else. Can you talk a bit more about um, 
I guess the culture of being a handler and the, I, maybe the tight knit community that you work together to achieve the same goal? Yeah, um, we're really lucky in that I found that the whole team uh, wants the dogs to succeed, and um, there's there's not there's there's no hiding it, and and um, it is good that there's also a culture of uh, uh, giving feedback and receiving feedback. Um, mm-hmm. No one likes to realize that they've been doing the wrong thing for you know weeks on end, um, and no one likes seeing one of their teammates you know yeah. do the wrong thing for weeks on end. Um, so we've been I've been really lucky that um, I found the team really supportive and uh, really really knowledgeable. And so I've uh, or initially at least um, uh, I basically would walk up to handlers and, and basically I still do if I have any sort of uncertainty I'll yeah. see them do something and I'll walk up and I'll basically try to read their mind and go I think you did this because of this I thought the goal of that was to do that and I thought I think that you put that apple in the envelope at the very end so that the dog would learn this and yeah. sometimes I'm right but more often than not they'll be like "Ooh, almost they'll be like kind of um, I did put the envelope down there but actually the reason it was this and not that was something completely different and I've really found um, trying to get in their get in their shoes and kind of yeah. figure out what they're thinking is really tough. Um, but they've been really help, helpful. Obviously, they've, I've never been yeah. you know blown off or said like no, that's not right, and they just walk off. They always go no, this is this is the little twist I had. And so yeah, it's been really good that the whole team has had the dogs as a priority and yeah. um, always trying to make sure everyone's working together. Yeah, it's really interesting and great to hear like a collective learning. Not not only um, are there teachers trying to teach you things, but that you're eager to go and talk to someone and say, "I really think you did this for this reason. Am I right? Can I learn more?" Um, yeah, really cool. Um, well, where do we go to next? Um, other other than um, specifically working with dogs, um, do you think you've learned other skills or gained other skills that could prepare you in your career further um, by being a detective of handling? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I'm still learning to kind of take a big picture kind of yeah. view um, and just honestly just have a little bit more organisation. The amount yeah. of times I'll run in and be like, oh, what have we done for a while? I haven't done, we haven't done uh, meat for a while. Let's do some meat. And that's kind of the start and finish. That will get me through the day. I'll work on meat that day. And that'll be my plan. Um, I've been really uh, glad that the job kind of forces you to go, okay, well, that could get you through the day, but what did you do yesterday? What are you going to do tomorrow? Let's kind yeah. of zoom out a bit um, and, um, you know, have have training plans, have uh, training plans within those training plans in case something goes wrong, have backup plans, have, you know, all sorts of uh, preparation that, uh, you wouldn't necessarily think goes into dog handling because at the end of the day you yeah. pick up the leash and the dog walks with you. But um, yeah, with just a little bit of effort, you can really uh, just maximize your time. And yeah. you know, I'm actually working on three things at once because you know I sat down and planned it out, as opposed yeah. to you know rocking rocking up at the day and going, oh, I guess uh, we can try some sausages, and that kind of being the end of your thought. So I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that uh, the team's pushed me. To constantly think and there have been some times where someone will come up to me and be like what are you doing that with that training and they don't mean that in a in a kind of accusatory sense that i've 
done something obviously wrong. They just want to hear my thoughts and, you know, and I'm glad for it because often I'll be like, oh, well, I was going to try and work on meat because this, 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 and this. And they'll go like, oh, okay, that's an interesting plan. I wouldn't do it this way because, you know, you don't often see sausages in envelopes. You probably see them in a box. Could you, did you want to swap that around sort of thing? And yeah, um, yeah they've, they've, in the same way that I'll try to read their mind, they'll come up to me and go, what are you thinking of doing that? And um, I found that's definitely really made me uh, really kind of crystallize the ideas in my head as opposed to yeah. just flying by the seat of my pants. Yeah, really interesting. And um, really interesting to think that critical thinking, um, you might say you're a critical thinker, but everyone keeps learning and keeps building on that um, every day through their career. Um, really cool. Um, we're sort of coming up to peak period. Could you maybe run through what, a busy day for you as a handler in the mail centre would look like? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it will depend largely on the profile of the mail, so the country yeah. and the type of mail coming down. But on a on a day where it is busy, it is all hands on deck because yeah. um, at the end of the day, the dog will indicate to a, a package and you not, can't necessarily know what's inside. Sometimes they might write on the outside, this is a box of sausages and you might know that's yeah. right. But most of the time you can't actually reward the dog while it's out there. So someone yeah, needs to take that parcel, um, get it opened by the Australia Post workers and have a look before you know. Mm -hmm. And um, there are times where we'll get dozens and dozens of parcels or, or mail items from yeah. the same country, sometimes in the same bag of mail all at once. And the dog's going, yep, all of these, 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 these. Right. And we'll, we'll need all hands on deck running picking them up, taking them over, inspecting them, letting the handler know so that they can re-expose the dog if it was correct um, yeah. or re-expose them even if it was wrong. And um, it is it is a bit of an intensive, uh, intensive process because quite rightly, we do take a lot of care with those items. You know, you can't just yeah. rip them open and have a look. You need to get someone to open them properly, you know, you know, uh, take out the items one by one. You can't just kind of dump them on the floor and see what's there. Yeah you have to kind of respect people's property. And so there have been times where we'll, we'll find multiple things in one, you know, short burst. And there have been times where that short burst has lasted most of the day and yeah. we'll be having trolleys and trolleys of stuff that we'll need to inspect. Yeah. Um, all while making sure that poor dog who, you know, is very excited because they found 12 things in 12 yeah. minutes isn't getting too tired so we'll need to swap that dog out and yep. it is it is uh it is great in that um we're starting to become that kind of well-oiled machine um yep. and you know, I, I feel like i'm i'm uh participating and and helping more than i'm getting in the way and and uh you know uh, slowing everything down but um it is uh basically uh really really cool to see the dogs because they they can tell as well where we're kind of getting yeah. excited and they they can kind of tell that there is stuff around you know maybe it's yeah. left over from the parcel that we just moved or, or maybe they can even smell the trolleys as we walk past to get a new dog um yeah. it, it is it is um a very very tiring day but also really yeah. exciting because um you can't necessarily let your guard down um yeah. for, for the for entire sure. day and um that's always it's always exciting. Yeah, it's such an important job. You're right. You can't let, let your guard down. You're here to try and catch every mouse for you as you can. Um, yeah, it's really interesting that you mentioned that the 
um, dog picks up that you're excited. One of the things that the other handlers have said is, um, particularly with dogs, you don't ever really get a day where you can just be down and not turn up to work mentally. You've always got to be switched on and the dog can read someone's personality so well and be ready to pick up on they're ready to go, they're ready to do something or they think something's just around the corner. Um, it adds a complete different dynamic. It's really cool. Yeah, um, I've been having that not necessarily issue, but I'm still trying to find out uh, what her what Udell's um, kind of buttons are. Uh, yeah. There have been some times where I'll I'll try to bring my energy to the to the maximum, and you know, oh, she's a bit slow, she's a little bit uh, flat today. Let's you know really uh, bring the party, as they like to say. And yeah. um, she'll she'll look at me and be like. Nice try, you know, good act. <laughs> Thanks for playing. She'll, she'll continue coasting. And there'll be some days. Um, actually, no, that was one of the, the other highlights. There was a day where I yeah. thought um, there, was a, there was a bit of a, a mix-up with some of the logistics for getting the new dogs in. So I kind of volunteered oh, okay. to stay until they were ready to swap back over. And I had to rug Udell um, multiple times without any training set um so basically oh, i was just yeah. going to monitor the mail and, and try my best and 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 uh make sure that nothing gets through and uh try to only motivate her using my energy alone and i i guarantee it wasn't me because i've never been able to replicate it but she for some reason switched on incredibly and um, yeah. found a couple of things she must have you know uh, i do know that um sometimes because the mail comes in a big bag you can sit next to you know a smelly uh, box of leaves for yep. you know, months at a time, and maybe that box comes down the belt before the actual box of leaves. So there's a chance you don't yeah. smell that neighbor box and went, Oh, okay, this isn't it, but it's nearby and switched on. But um, that that was one of the ones where I was like, Okay, this is this is her ceiling. She actually can get really excited, she actually can get, yeah. you know, not necessarily frazzled, but a bit frantic. Um, because she was like, Well, that, the neighbor box is just gone. Where's the actual one? Have I missed it? Yeah. She started getting a bit uh, very, very energetic. And I've right. um, never been able to replicate it with, with my body language or yeah. voice or yelling or clapping <laughs> or jumping. But um, uh, it's been a lot of fun trying to get closer and closer. Um, yeah. I, I still don't think I'm there yet, but I can get in the ballpark at least, which uh, which That's is cool. a you know, really good feeling. And um, yeah. yeah, just uh, making sure that she i'm i'm changing it up as well because i definitely know that um i i tend to slow down when i know she's near the right answer and she'll look at me yeah. like oh okay well it's here then isn't it um, right. one that i've been trying to cut out recently is if i reach into where i normally keep the training if she see me, mm -hmm. sees me reach into it even for a moment she'll go oh okay and she'll stop looking at me and look away and search really hard giving me the chance to put it on because she oh, knows no. that if she's looking at me I'm not going to take it out. I'm not going to take it out of there and put it on the belt. <laughs> it's true, yeah. So she'll, she'll look at me like, oh, sure. And she'll do the, you know, the equivalent of a kid going to bed at eight o'clock so Santa can leave the presents. Yeah, you know, that, that goes like, back oh, to your... You do whatever you need to do. And she'll look away <laughs> and, and pretend to search very hard. So I have an opportunity. So yeah. I basically need to continually pretend to do it over and over again until she <laughs> realizes that she can't dictate what I do. Yeah, um, that goes back to your at the start. Your they'll take the easiest way they can get the reward, right? So she knows that you're going to something that will eventually lead to the reward. She'll do everything to make it easier for you to get there. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, so um, 
as you know, this is our 30th anniversary. Um, and we sort of look back at the start of the program, but we're talking to our current handlers now. Um, and I would really like your view on what you think of the program today and a bit more of what you think the program might look like 10 years into the future um, or, yeah, a future view. Yeah. Um, I do know that uh, with this recent push in, you know, budget and innovation and all mm -hmm. that, they've made a really concerted effort to uh, make sure that you know, we're modern and we're flexible and adaptable. And I found that that's um, really starting to come through. Uh, some of yeah. the new processes they have in place, some of the new uh, uh, techniques they're allowing us to use or, or uh, well, well, necessarily that we weren't allowed to use them before, but they're you know, encouraging or, or putting in new places or new ways and um, just giving us more tools to train our dogs and, and run the dogs. And um, yeah. also with, and this is one of the silver linings because, you know, with the foot and mouth disease outbreak, obviously there's a lot of stress, you know, with yep, that coming to the country. But it has um, kind of reopened a few avenues that we can screen, screen passages, and that's made it really exciting for the dogs as well. Um, so I'm, my hope is for the next 10 years that that kind of level of innovation and um, experimentation continues. Um, yeah. Right now, we, we're already seeing some pretty great results, and I'm just really excited for, for the dog unit to continue to uh, improve and um, try new things and not necessarily get them all right, but continue trying. And um, when it does go well, it's, it's been really, really exciting. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, you keep trying new things and when it does go well, you double down on that benefit, uh, take that benefit and then keep building again by trying new things. That's yeah. the best way to work, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, the department's just done, well, when I say just done, a few months ago now, uh, a big recruitment, external recruitment for more detected dog handlers. Um, through your experience of, of recent training and joining the Detect Cell program, do you have any advice to someone who might want to join the Detect Cell program in the future? Yeah. Um, I I personally was quite lucky in that I grew up with dogs, and at the end of the day, you know, if you can tell the difference between a happy dog and a sad dog, a stressed dog, a scared dog, a sick dog, that's always going to give you a big uh, uh, leg up. But yeah. um, if you're willing to just constantly be paying attention even when you're not running the dog and other people are running their dogs and you're not sure what they're doing um guess guess and then check you know yeah. uh, you, you go oh that, that was weird why did tell why they tell the dog to do that so much earlier than they normally do have a guess well why why could they why would they have done that so much earlier and then walk up and ask them and um yeah. that's that's been uh really really exciting because when you join the dog unit, you're actually not by yourself. You're with the whole team and um, the team wants you to succeed. The team wants the dog to succeed. The team wants, you know, biosecurity risk not to make it through. Um, yeah. So leaning on them um, really, really helps. And uh, just remembering that, yeah, you have uh, support. You're not expected to be perfect or know everything early on. Mm -hmm. You're just expected to make progress, you know, get get there. As quick as possible. Um, it's yeah. not going to be particularly quick. I've been here for a year and a half, and I've been running Udell for about half a year, and I still there'll be sometimes I'm like I, I don't know what that was. You know, something yeah. something just went completely, you know, out of whack, and 
that's, yeah, that's not that, what we want. But, you know, I turn around and I ask someone, what do you think just happened? As opposed to just throwing my hands up and giving up. Yeah, that's why they say don't work with animals and children, right? <laughs> Always do new, new experiences. Um, that's, that's great. That's all I have um, for our questions. So, is there anything you'd like to add or you'd like to say? Um, not really. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll just end on a on a fun note. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, um, at the airport, there was a backpacker who had a who was quite tall. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a great estimator, but significant. Uh, yeah. Good at basketball. Um, he was wearing a backpack very high up, and I'd been getting Udell to kind of hop up on two legs and smell backpacks. Yeah. I figured I'll, I'll give her a challenge. I, so I actually told him like, leave your backpack on. I'm gonna give it a go. And I even told them in person like. She's she's probably not going to, you know, like knowing my luck, this is going to be the one that's just a bridge too far. And um, yes, mid run, I asked her to go up and she managed to to hop up on two little legs and um, get that backpack from all the way down there. And um, I got so excited that I threw my hands up in the air and she turned around and got very confused because that's not a (laughs) thing I'm supposed to use. Uh, But I just told her that she was a good girl and thankfully she went back to work. But um, Yeah, that was that was really exciting. Wasn't wasn't you know I I regret doing it in front of all the passengers and everything, but uh, I was just so excited that uh, we were actually making yeah. progress. And fingers crossed that continues. Yeah, that's so exciting. And one of the reasons um, that our Labradors are so great um, is that they can reach high places and get to the top of a trolley or in that. Um, they're such a versatile dog, and that's why we have them as our multi-purpose dogs. Um, yeah. It's such a good job. Well, thank you so much, Kelvin. Um, it's been amazing to talk to you. Um, if you do have uh, a photo we could use, send it through. Um, yeah. And once we have a final product, we'll send it your way just before we publish it. Yeah. Yeah, too easy. Too easy. Um, I'm not entirely sure where I am on Wednesday, but um, Thursday I'm fairly confident that I'll be at the mail centre. I'll be able to get some photos. Is that is that okay. going to be the case? I get it to you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not in a huge rush. We're not going to publish anything for a couple of weeks yet. So. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'll still try to do it by the end of the week. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Detect and Protect. You can find out more information on the department's website or by visiting biosecurity.gov.au. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast series to get updates on future topics and learn more about Australian biosecurity. Also, be sure to follow us on our social media pages. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode of Detect and Protect.